This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 1922 on Power Business. We move on now to a conversation with the pharmaceutical industry. Now, South Africa's pharmaceutical manufacturers are actually calling for the United States President Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief, PEPFAR, is what it's known as, uh, to procure more of their HIV and AIDS drugs right here on the African continent. Um, and joining us to unpack exactly why this call is being made at this time, but also to help us understand exactly uh, you know where we stand to date is Dr. Stavros Nikolaou, uh, who is the chairperson of the Pharmaceuticals Made in SA. Uh, Doctor, good evening. Thank you for your time. Natana, good evening and thanks very much for having me. Uh, Doc, let's talk about this call that the pharmaceutical sector is making to the United States uh, at this time and why it is important uh, for this call to be made. So we're making this call for several reasons. I mean, firstly, this is off the back of a uh, what is by now widely publicized um, bipartisan U.S. Congress delegation that visited South Africa. Um, part of that delegation was um, the, the most senior PEPFAR official, who is Dr. John and Kegasong. Uh, so timing-wise, it made sense for us to make this call. And we've made this call for several reasons. Let me highlight three of these. The, the first is Africa continues to be the epicenter of the HIV pandemic uh, Africa harbors 68% of the world's HIV-infected population. Our own country harbors 17% of the global uh, the global statistics. Uh, so to not have um, your own capacities across the continent to deal with uh, what is the most prevalent pandemic on our own continent um, is counterintuitive. And, of course, putting up capacities means sustaining these capacities, and it means that the procurers of these medicines have to procure from African companies, which is presently not the case. You would have seen, so let me dive into the second point, mm. you would have seen that uh, a statistic that was bandied around over the weekend that less than 1% of PEPFAR's uh, antiretroviral procurement uh, takes place from Africa. Uh, so the uh, idea of having global health security. And we saw this during COVID. We saw how Africa was at the back end of the queue. Mm-hmm. In hours and times of need, countries shut their borders, and that did so in Africa. So the call here is that we, we need to have procurement out of Africa so we can have our own security of supply as a continent. And next time there's a, a global supply chain constraint and or disruption of, of supply chain, that Africa is not dependent on anybody else. It has its own capacities, and certainly HIV drugs are very important in the African context. Now, let me go to the third point, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to preface the third point by saying that PEPFAR is one of the largest global procurers of HIV medicines, um, and of course, there's uh, an, an economic argument to be made here as well. I've, you know, clearly articulated the, pub, the public health, uh, the public health point. I mean, I've, uh, I've, I've made that point repeatedly, not only in this interview but others, that we need our own capacities. But we also need to start turning our, our nascent industries into fully fledged industries that contribute 
economic growth on the continent. The continent cannot forever in a day be a continent that exports raw materials and then imports the finished product at 20 or 30 times the price. So if you've got one of the most disproportionate disease burdens of any continent anywhere in the world, particularly with HIV, which is highly skewed, as I indicated earlier, then it makes sense that you've got to have your own capacities. So there's an economic argument here as well. Um, You know, the pharma industry can be a significant contributor to economic growth, job creation, and and particularly uh, skills and and talent retention on the continent. Um, It's no good training up all these scientists and pharmacists and pharmaceutical chemists and the likes, but then we don't have an industry to send them to, and they land up in either the east or the west. So those are some of the compelling arguments that are being put forward. We acknowledge PEPFAR as a partner. They've been very good as a partner. And uh, the donation is much appreciated, but we are calling for them to start buying drugs from African producers. Uh, on the back of that request, uh, uh, Doc, what other you know support or maybe mechanisms would have to be put into place by a PEPFAR or even the United States to ensure that uh, Africans, of course, uh, and uh, pharmaceutical manufacturers can play a meaningful role uh, here where HIV and AIDS drugs are concerned? So in, in late 2022, um, ironically, just before President Biden's African summit, uh, a day or two before that, PEPFAR issued a, a statement uh, saying exactly this, that they, they wanted to get more aligned with procuring both medicines and also, you know, medicines is one thing, but you also need to procure diagnostics and test kits, etc. So that, they made that call and they've taken a few tangible steps, but this is what we actually need in, in real terms. Mm-hmm. We need two things to simplify it. The first is of course, with all of these medicines, they need to be either pre-qualified or, or registered by an appropriate uh, drug regulatory agency. In this case, it's usually the US FDA, United States Food and Drug Administration. So we're calling in the first instance because PEPFAR have done this in the past. We are calling for an expedited registration or an expedited review, as we call it, of, of the data so that these African producers can get their products registered by the US FDA, which then makes them eligible for the second step, which is procurement. Now, what do we see procurement? I mean, we've just been through the same debate with vaccines, and uh, all listeners out there will recognize how unnecessary lives and livelihoods were lost during the COVID pandemic because we could not access vaccines, neither in South Africa nor globally, uh, nor continentally. Um, so Gavi is the largest procurer for Africa of vaccines. And, and Gavi recently came out with a $1 billion package. In that package, they will incentivize African producers to get their products pre-qualified. There's a milestone payment that comes into play. And then secondly, for a, a defined period of time, a premium of sorts will be paid and they've delineated and enumerated what that uh, premium looks like, they will pay a premium on the procurement of an African-produced vaccine. We are making a similar call to PEPFAR to to consider what Gavi have done uh, and to look at adjusting a procurement framework in line with that so that we can give African producers some type of uh, a chance, I guess, a leveling of the playing field, we call it, 
for them to be able to compete and for procurement to happen from Africa, for Africa, through the PEP farm mechanism. Well, Doc, that's all we have time for today, but I must say, very encouraging that post the pandemic, we're not uh, sitting around waiting for there to be more crises. We really are on top of our pharmaceuticals. It's absolutely encouraging uh, to witness. Thank you for speaking to us this evening. Thanks. Thanks very much for having me. Fantastic. Go well. That was the chairperson of the pharmaceuticals made in SA, Dr. Stravos Nikolaou, and he speaks to us there on the back of that visit. Uh, by uh, the PEPFAR chair and really just us taking charge of our own uh, drug manufacturing here at home as much as possible and ensuring that, uh, you know, we are creating manufacturing capacity that will create jobs and can actually turn the pharmaceutical industry into a real contributor uh, to GDP. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.